Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name's Kat, I'm your host, and apologies if my voice is a little raspy today. I just finished a chat session with somebody actually, so if you're interested in having a chat with me, if you're going through something and you just need you know, somebody objective to talk to, feel free to reach out through my website. Um, obviously I'm not a therapist or anything, I'm just somebody who has very specific points of view about things. Um, and a lot of people seem to resonate with them. So yeah. And I find that when I talk for a long time, my voice just gets a little bit raspy. So apologies. Um, but for today's episode, I want to talk about, it's a pretty broad topic, so I don't know how much I'm going to get into, but it's about people pleasing and the fear of abandonment. These two things are something I talk about a lot in my TikTok videos and something I've struggled with my whole life. I still struggle with it. I've gotten better as I've gone through this journey and I've worked on it, but it's something that always comes up. And I think other people also really struggle with it. And so I think it's worth talking about in detail-ish, maybe depending on how long this episode is. Um, but just also discussing how it affects your life and the people you bring into it and the things you do, you know? So yeah, let's get into it. People-pleasing is is a coping mechanism in which you placate to others. You You put your needs on the back burner for somebody else to give them what they want, right? And oftentimes this stems from childhood and how you were raised. If you're raised to be somebody who's overly considerate of other people, maybe you had a parent that was very needy, who didn't, who couldn't do things on their own, who didn't have their own sense of autonomy, you as a child might have had to replace that for them and be that carer for them. Um, but there's a, a variety of different ways that this people-pleasing could manifest. And then it comes up in all aspects of your life if it's unhealed, right? It can come up in your friendships when you find friends that you give more to than they give to you in your work life. If you're in a career where you you feel like you're always just being really kind and considerate and caring of other people and giving more in a job and you don't get that in return, you know, you're, you're kind of putting up with bullshit basically um, while you're just overexerting yourself. And it comes up in relationships too, where you put your own needs on the back end for your partner and your partner can kind of do what they need to do and they can live a fully autonomous life, whereas you are the support system to that. You're you're not the main character, you know, you're the side character and it's their story and you're supporting that and you're making sure that they're comfortable all the time and everything's good for them. And, you know, when it comes to your life, you need to be the main character. And the only way to do that is to please yourself, you know? And I always say this in my videos where it's that you're people too. You know, people pleasers always believe that other people are worth more happiness than they are. Like they deserve it more, but you're also people, right? So within that definition, that means that you have to please yourself too. You deserve to be pleased as well. And the best person that can give you what you need is you, you know? But it's hard to get those, to figure out even what those needs are and to slowly start giving them to yourself. Because again, we haven't been told growing up that you can meet your own needs, right? Um, maybe in people who are more secure in terms of their attachment style and their the way they connect, communicate with people, they've been um, they were allowed as kids to be autonomous, to explore the world, to self-soothe, you know. But if you are a people pleaser, most likely that's not the case for you, right? You've always been told that somebody else will meet your needs as long as you act a very specific way, as long as you're very pleasing to them. And people-pleasing can also manifest in other areas as well, outside of just being kind and nice and 
over caring, it can manifest in sexual practices as well, right? You might be very eager to sexually please somebody because you deep down you might know that it will in a way maybe secure them staying in your life. You know, if you if you are giving this level of pleasure to them physically, they might be more willing to stay. And that's why I think people pleasing, for me at least, and just from what I've read, uh, is stems often from the fear of abandonment, right? Feeling like you are going to be abandoned if you're not giving everybody the best and making them feel great. And Because of course, you know, if someone feels good around you, they're going to want to stay around you because you're making them feel good. Um, but when it comes to people pleasing, you making others feel good is often at your own sacrifice of you feeling good. And that's where the issue is, right? Because there's nothing wrong with making people feel good. That's that's great. That's part of life. You want people to feel good, especially people you care about. But it should never come at your own sacrifice of feeling good. You should never feel awful just to make someone else feel great, you know? And again, the idea that if I don't make this person feel good and if I don't like just ignore what I need and my my pleasure and whatever and focus on them, then they'll abandon me. And abandonment is scary. And of course, it, it was when you were a child, right? Psychologically and subconsciously as a kid, abandonment is the worst thing that can happen to you because you cannot fend for yourself. So if you had parents that maybe were inconsistent, that didn't meet your needs and only responded to you when you were um, overly caring or pleasing them all the time or placating them, and if that was the only time they... they paid attention to you or gave you what you needed yeah of course you're going to internalize that and and be programmed basically at a young age to know that okay the only way I'm going to get my needs met the only way I'm going to make sure I have caregivers around people that care about me to help me and support me is if I abandon myself in order to please them you know so the interesting thing about that though is that you fear you ultimately fear abandonment from others and so your answer to not being abandoned by others is to abandon yourself and that's something i've had to really really learn and look at the last couple of years as i've been working on this core wound because it's like you know it's a it's it's kind of crazy to think about right like you fear abandonment and yet you're abandoning yourself every day you know you're ignoring your own needs you're forgetting about yourself you're only caring about other people and so it it reinforces that belief that you're going to be abandoned because you are being abandoned by you, you know? And it's like a tricky, this is like a really tricky wound to work through because again, it's like that cycle, that reinforcement that happens. Um, And often what it means to work through it is to be selfish. And I know that sounds so icky. And I've talked about this in my videos before. I've probably talked about it in podcast episodes too, where selfishness is necessary. And I don't mean it in the sense of hurting other people or or only going after your needs and ignoring other people's needs and how, you know, what you what you want and what, what you get, how it affects them. That's not what I mean. You know, you have to always consider other people, especially people that you care about, right? You should consider them. Um, if only for your own sense of self and like how you see yourself, right? You don't want to see yourself as somebody who... I would hope. I don't know, though. But you wouldn't want to see yourself as somebody who steps on people to get what you want. And it's all about you, right? Because that doesn't really feel good at the end of the day. I mean, maybe in like a momentary situation, you know, you get some sort of desired goal or outcome. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, when you look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day, um, that's what you're left with. That's what you have to face, right? So I would assume that that's not what you want. That's not what I want, at least, you know. 
Um, I'm not here to like judge anybody's decisions or characters. I'm just bringing <laughs> bringing this into awareness. Um, but yeah, so you need to consider people. However, selfishness and you know self-centeredness is important. And I don't like to use the term self-centered or selfish. What I prefer to use is self-considerate. You're also considering yourself. Except that as you learn about your your fear of abandonment wounds, your people-pleasing tendencies, you realize that you have to consider yourself first, always, you know? Because if you cannot consider yourself first and put your needs first and know what it feels like to have your needs met by you, how can you expect to meet other people's needs properly and how can you expect them to know how to meet your needs if you don't even know how to meet your own needs because you haven't even been giving yourself what you need how can they even know you know and how can you expect them to know it's almost like you expect them to read your mind and and when you try to give them the needs which comes through the form of people pleasing right you're trying to people you're trying to please them overly but because you're not even self-considered enough to know okay this is these are what my needs are my needs are very specific this is what I like this is what I don't like it doesn't really allow you to put into perspective that other people have different needs than you you just assume you're like okay I'm gonna be just eagerly giving people what like pleasure and give it's like but is that what they actually want or are you just assuming again the whole mind reading thing are you just assuming that that's what they want because that's what you know why wouldn't they want that you know like that must be what they want like I would want this but Again, you don't even really know what you want either. You know, you haven't really thought about it. You haven't really given it to yourself and seen what it looks like and what it feels like to give yourself those things, you know? Like, for example, say you really like attention or you just consideration, right? You like that. You like someone putting their energy into you. You would want that from somebody. And so maybe your coping mechanism, because you can't give that to yourself, is to give that to somebody else. So you're overly attentive. You're overly caring. You're texting all the time. You're trying to see them or, or you're trying to be like, you know, you're trying to give them gifts to make them feel wanted or special or whatever. And you're giving that and giving that. You're over giving it because you're like, okay, now they're going to give it to me or they should give it to me. But what could be happening in that moment is that person's feeling very overwhelmed. You know, they're like, wow, this person is giving me so much of themselves. And most people can often recognize when someone's abandoning themselves, right? Even if you don't realize it. But they're like, this person's giving so much of themselves to me. And they can might even feel that sense of desperation and the pressure to then reciprocate that stuff right and that person might not be able to reciprocate in the same way you are you're overextending yourself you're giving way too much they might not be capable of giving as much as you are or they might not like it might not even be right for them to do that right because again we're trying to break that that coping mechanism of overextending yourself and your people-pleasing tendencies for them potentially if they're say you know say they're a very secure person to feel the pressure of like, oh, this person now, because they're giving me all this, they expect me to give them just as much. It's like, no, why would I do that? I, I also have to save some of that energy for myself. And that is a normal way. Like that's, I don't want to say normal, but that's like a healthier way of thinking for you, right? To say, I'm going to give as much as I can after I filled my own cup up, you know? And I feel like I've talked about this kind of stuff already in other episodes, but that was, I think, in relation to specific topics. This is just more like the general overview of people-pleasing, fear of abandonment, right? And so you're giving these people all this pleasure that you think like, ah, oh, this is what I would want. You're giving it to them. They're feeling this pressure to be like, and I have to reciprocate this intense amount of energy. I don't have that in me. I can't do that. 
and then they don't reciprocate it. They're giving as much as they can give or they want to give rightfully. You know, they're allowed to give what they want. And now you're feeling bitter, resentful, angry that your energy is not being matched, that you're not getting back exactly what you've been giving. And your cup is empty now because you've given it all away, you know, and that is really tragic. And that is the cycle of the people pleasing fear of abandonment stuff, right? You've abandoned yourself, basically. And so for me, as I've realized throughout my journey, the only way to give that to you, to, to give yourself the consideration to not abandon yourself is to be selfish and to think first about you and your needs when you're in relation to somebody, right? And that can be done in a variety of ways, whatever way works well for you. But for example, it could be like, you know, say you're, I don't know, you're dating somebody new or you have a new friend or something and you're getting to know each other and they're very eager. They're very excited to get to know you. They they invite you out all the time. They want to hang out with you. They want to see you. And you're eager as well because you're like, okay, like this person's very excited. They're very happy to be around me. I give, I give them pleasure in some way, right? Like that's that's what the vibe is. Um, so your people-pleasing tendency is to, to be like, I want to keep this person in my life is to give yourself wholly to them as much as they want to give yourself. What you need to do in those moments, as I've learned myself, is to ask yourself like, how much do I actually have to give of myself to this person? What's the limit? What's the threshold of me giving myself before I I feel exhausted and overwhelmed and I've lost my sense of independence, my sense of self and my identity and I'm giving up my hobbies and my interests or my like any energy I have to do things I actually like alone to this person, you know? And it's like, again, it feels selfish when you're in that mindset of people pleasing because you're like, well, this person really likes me. Like they want me. I should give that give myself to them like that's it's easy like I can just whatever I just hang out a few times a week or whatever but it takes a toll on you right depending on who you are your energy level what you want from your life it takes a toll on you to always be giving yourself giving your energy to other people just because they want it you know just because someone wants you in whatever way doesn't mean you have to give yourself and that's not selfish you know it's it's self-considerate you are an individual. Your life doesn't revolve around them. Again, they're not the main character of your life. You are. And so you have to kind of flip that mentality to, okay, but how are they benefiting me? You know, and again, that's why it feels so selfish because it's like, well, what are they bringing into my life? What what good are they doing to me? What pleasure are they giving me? It's like, yeah, you have to consider that. You have to consider in relation to what you're giving them, what are they giving to you? And sometimes it's easy to project your own, um, your own, like, I want to say greatness in, in this ability to fulfill people's pleasure and needs. It's easy to project that onto others, right? Because you're, you're giving it and you're, you're feeling it within yourself. Like, yes, I'm making them feel so great. Like that makes me feel great. So it can almost feel like I'm, you're, you're having those needs met, because you're projecting it onto somebody and you're feeling the sense of like what they would be feeling because you're giving all yourself. But that's like almost like a fake sense of, it's almost like fakely meeting your needs. You're just projecting it off to them. It's reflecting back onto you, but it's not actually your needs being met, you know, if that makes sense. Um, Again, it's hard to explain this unless you've actually experienced it. But I think for anybody that has experienced this, they can they can kind of understand what I'm saying, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so it could feel like you are meeting your needs by giving yourself to others in this like like underhanded kind of way, but you're not. You're really not because you won't have that sense of resentment, that bitterness that they haven't, you know, okay, like they're not, 
you know, I'm texting all the time, but they're barely texting me or whatever, you know, um, or they're always asking for my attention and I, I can't even have a moment to think for myself or to do what I need to do because they always need me around or they always need me there. It's like, you're not, you're not being seen. Your needs are not being met. And the only person that can meet them is you, but you're giving your attention, your energy to somebody else. Um, and so if it stems from the place of abandonment, you know, if I don't, if I don't do this, they've made it clear, like they're not going to be around if I don't do this, or they're going to leave me if I'm not constantly at their beck and call or around or whatever. Um, if that is the case and that, you know, sometimes that's not true. You, that's just the story in your head, because again, from your childhood wound, that's just the story you've seen replayed. If the person is right for you, if they are a good friend, a good partner, whatever, a good employer, even if their response to you setting a boundary, filling your cup up first, meeting your own needs is to abandon you, they're not good for you. They are not meant to be in your life. And I know when you're in this mindset, you might have like a self-worth issues where you feel like, well, anybody wanting to be with me is good enough. But it's, that's, that's the thing, right? When you let just anybody be good enough for you, you lose your sense of self, you lose your self-esteem, your sense of worth. And that then leads to this cycle of perpetuating people pleasing uh, because of your fearing being left, being abandoned. And so the way to break that fear of being abandoned and and allowing the wrong people to leave your life is to know like to build the self-trust to know if they leave I'll be okay because I am filling my own needs I don't need them there to fulfill my needs I'm doing that for myself you know and that's that's really the groundwork that goes into it that I've really had to work on myself it's like okay how do I fill my own needs and which people in my life right now are taking more than they are giving which people am I giving so much of myself to that I don't even have time energy to give anything to myself, you know? It's really taking inventory of those aspects of your life and knowing like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to lose some shit. I'm gonna have to lose some friends, some people, some activities, some habits, whatever, to make sure that I'm meeting my own needs first. And I found that that is really the hardest part of this journey is being okay and willing to let go of what's not, what's not right for you willing to just drop these people and I know again that sounds scary it sounds selfish it sounds like cold-hearted to be willing to drop people but it's like that is how you establish your sense of your self-trust it's like you're telling your when you do that when you say you know what this person has been in my life for so long but they are just such a taker and I'm going to drop them I have to let them go that is telling yourself your subconscious self your inner child even I'm here for you I got you. It doesn't matter how long I've been with this person. You're more important to me than they are. And that's important. And that's not to say like you have to completely disregard relationships of, in your life. Like, you, you know, it's only us and that's it. Like just me and nobody else. And I don't need people. I shouldn't be caring about people. No, of course not. We do need each other. And it's and having people in your life is great. It's so beneficial when they're the right people for you. Right. But as I said in a, I think a recent TikTok video, you're the prize and everyone else is a bonus which means that if you've established your sense of self-trust you feel comfortable and confident in yourself and trust yourself to like look out for yourself to have your own back then that means everybody else that's in your life is a bonus they they are pleasurable to have in your life they're not hard to deal with or painful or making you feel like shit every day and you're just hanging around because it's like well i don't have anyone else to meet my needs so i need to just try and get them wherever i can get them no, 
now you can pick and choose. You can decide, like, this person's most of the time, you know, obviously people have arguments and struggles come up for sure. But most of the time, they're great. They're a bonus to my life. They're adding to my life. They're not taking from my life, you know. And while I'm on the one hand giving as much, like giving myself what I need, they can also give me some of them. And I can give whatever I have left over after giving myself what I need, I can also give to them. And that's where you get that interdependence, right? Not that codependence. Um, so yeah, you know, it does, it's, the journey feels very hard because again, you have to, you have to allow yourself to be like, yeah, I'm going to be selfish. I'm choosing me. Everyone else can just do what they need to do during this time period. And, you know, the right people, you can communicate this to them and they'll understand. They'll accept that. They'll be like, okay, you do what you need to do and I won't take it personally. Some people will take it personally. And that's, that is what happens. You know, it's human nature to take these things personally, but maybe they'll make an effort to kind of understand and give you your space or whatever you need. And then some people just won't get it. And that's okay because they're not meant for you. So through the process of choosing yourself, doing the things that are right for you, picking yourself, not abandoning yourself, those people that are not right for you will drop off. And that's what needs to happen, you know? And so you'll then realize that, oh yeah, people pleasing isn't me being kind. Isn't me actually caring about this person and wanting to to get, to give them what they what they need, you know, give them extra pleasure. It's you trying to use them to meet the needs that you aren't meeting in yourself. It is manipulative. It's manipulative. It's coming from like a niceness place. And niceness is not... Niceness is not the same as kindness. I've mentioned this before. It's it's sh- it's more shallow. It's kind of icky. People can sense when you're just being nice because you want something from them. You want this sense of um, security because if people think you're nice, then they'll, you know, she's nice, so we won't we won't um, do anything to upset her or whatever. You know, that's where niceness stems from in my mind. This is what I believe, right? And so, the way you operate in the world will. Stop being from that place of niceness, that shallow surface level people pleasingness to get something from others because you're giving so much of yourself and you're expecting them to give it back to you. It's coming from a genuine place of kindness, of like love, like unconditional love for just people. You know, you want people to be happy because, you know, if you're seeing yourself and this is where like the self-worth work comes into play, but you're saying to yourself, you know what? I'm now deciding that I am deserving and worthy of good things, of of feeling good, of being happy. When you start seeing that in yourself, you then start seeing it in other people, right? You then start seeing in other people, yeah, I want people to, to feel good and be happy genuinely, whether or not it means anything for me. Because again, the people pleasing is not happening anymore. You want them to be happy because you know you deserve to be happy whether or not they're involved in that, you know? Because again, it comes from like, meeting your own needs and you can help people to feel happy sure again within within your means within your means not overextending yourself not draining your cup to fill up theirs completely within with a nice balance you know so yeah yeah i hope this all made sense and gave you some perspective some insight into the sphere of abandonment niceness what it means to people please and and how that might manifest or show up because it can be very insidious and it really affects, it can really affect a lot of aspects of your life, truly. And you won't notice it until you start doing this work. So I'm hoping that this kind of gives you a little bit of like a boost, a little stepping stone to start that journey if you're not on it and you are struggling with this, struggling with not having your needs met, with overextending yourself, with giving more 
to others than they're giving to you. You know, nobody's entitled to more of you than you are and vice versa. Nobody else is entitled to give you more of themselves than they're giving to to themselves, you know. So yeah, I hope this was interesting. I hope it was informative. Uh, I didn't go into, you know, too much detail, but I think this is like the general aspect of the fear of abandonment, people pleasing, how it shows up. But obviously like this plays into effect with so many aspects of life. You know, a lot of time when I talk about attachment styles, fear of abandonment is a big one for a lot of them. Um, when it comes to work-life balance or like your career, not career, but your your workplace and how you interact with your boss and that kind of area of life, that it comes into play there too. Like it, it's, it really seeps into all aspects of your life, this fear of abandonment. And so the only way to not feel scared of being abandoned is to be there for yourself, to have yourself to catch you if you fall. If everybody else just left you one day, would you be okay being with yourself? Would you be there for yourself? You know, and that's really the biggest turning point in my journey. And it's still what I'm working on totally. But I've really, really established so much of it in just like a maybe the last year. And it's made a huge difference in my sense of self-worth and my my ability to just trust myself and know that I'm going to be there for myself. And it just, it's such a good feeling. And I, it's hard to explain to somebody who hasn't gone through this journey, but if you're on it and you haven't really gotten to this point yet, or if you're considering starting this work, just know it feels so good to know that you're there for yourself. And that is the feeling that I would want you to keep in mind when you're on this journey and it feels really hard and it feels kind of icky and you feel selfish and all that stuff. Just know that it feels so good to be there for yourself because you deserve it. You deserve to feel good. We all do. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll be back again next week with another one.